What's up, everybody? This is Trey Cheney, and you are now listening to the People Podcast. Welcome on in to episode number 17 of the People Podcast. That's right, the first episode of 2022. To enter the new year strong, I knew I wanted to have a really special guest, and that's exactly who we have on the show this week. We have Trey Cheney, who is an actor from my favorite HBO show, The Wire, but he's also a musician, an entrepreneur, and really just a renaissance man in the entertainment industry. So it was really fun to have him on, to hear about his stories of getting cast for The Wire. Can you believe that it was actually his first audition ever? Trey also talked about the time in between The Wire and his next big show, Saints and sinners and what he learned about himself during that time thanks again for everyone that listens to the show i'm really fired up to be joined by all of you in 2022 year number two we're coming in strong and yeah let's get to trey cheney trey it's great to have you on the show today how are you hey man i'm so wonderful, man. I'm so glad to be on the show. It's amazing. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I always like to start at the beginning of Journeys, Trey. And in your interview on The Breakfast Club, you talked about how you got started in the entertainment business as an amazing dancer. You had taken home first yeah. place at the Apollo a bunch of times. <laughs> how did you first get into dancing and why was it so special to you? Yeah, well, I come from a family, man, of, of like entertainers. Not, I don't want to say entertainers like on a huge, huge platform, but just my family, the Cheneys, we just, we love to have fun amongst each other, amongst family, and everybody loves to dance, rap, sing, and, you know, all types of talents running through my family, so, you know, me starting off at eight years old as a dancer, I just used to dance at all all of the family functions, the family reunions, and, you know, my mom and dad, they definitely knew I had something, and at the time, you know, my manager, James Cheney, that's my uncle. He he was like, you know, in the business, uh, you know, pitching me to different venues in our city where we're from, you know, Fallsville, Maryland, Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, we, we really got fortunate because at the time, Showtime at the Apollo was doing amateur night. So that's like when you go to amateur night, you can compete there to see if you'll get a chance to win in order to compete on the major stage at Showtime at the Apollo. And, he submitted me, man, and I, I we drove to New York, you know, from D.C., and I went up there and I performed, and they picked me. And then next thing you know, I'm traveling from D.C. To, to New York City, like, every other weekend, you know, to perform at the Apollo. And um, as I stated, you know, in that Breakfast Club interview, what I'm, what I'm pretty much telling you now is I was winning, like, five to eight times in a row, like $1,000 every time I performed. And this was at the age of eight, nine years old. That's insane. <laughs> Look at you. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> well, and then as you're making your rounds performing, someone named Linda Townsend discovers you at around the age of 17, I believe, and wants to represent you as an actor. And then she helps you eventually land the role of Poot on HBO's The Wire. What did you think of the yeah. show when you first got cast? And did you ever see it having the cultural impact that it still has to this day? You know what, man? Um, <laughs> that is so crazy that we're we're speaking about such an iconic show like The Wire and we're going on 20 years, you know? So for me, 
this is um this is this is this is so major. When I got casted, you know, at the age of I was I was like twenty years old when I got casted for the wire. And a lot of people don't know that was my first job as an actor. That was my first audition ever. The wire. You know, because me coming from the musical background of hip hop and, and dance and it, it you know, that was just all familiar with me. So when I got cast for The Wire, of course I didn't know what I was a part of. I knew I was a part of something special. But I didn't know, like, 20 years later that I'll be doing an interview talking about, hey, I did this show 20 years ago that's still relevant today, 20 years later, and it's iconic and it's groundbreaking and playing the role of Malik Pukar was going to become, you know, something that people spoke about years later. So to answer that question, no, I didn't know that it was going to have a cultural impact. But I want to say maybe after the second or third season, I knew this the show was going to be talked about. But as far as the cultural impact that it has now and that it's going to have forever, I, I I'm just, I'm so grateful and thankful to be a part of The Wire. Like, I mean, you know, just to be able to say that, you know, I, I just, I think about how many people wish they could say that, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm one of those guys, man, like I said, for that to be, for The Wire to be my first audition, first job ever as an actor, I'm, I'm blown away. And I'm just honored to always speak about it on any level. That's amazing. That was your first audition, first job, and then you make it all the way to the finish line of the show. So many characters go down, including my personal favorite, uh, Poot's best friend, Bodie. Shout out J.D. Williams. Uh, but I believe like you were initially just going to be on the pilot. So how did it feel to end up as one of the most long-standing characters on the show? Man, I'm only supposed to have those couple of lines in the pilot, and then, you know, the, the writers and the creators, they, they see something, you know, they see something sometimes that we don't see. And obviously Malik Pukar lasting all five seasons, it was like, whoa, like this is, this is something, this is, this is big, you know? So man, I, I had no idea I was going to last all five seasons. If anybody was to ask me that, the answer was no. I thought, Man, after we killed Michael B. Jordan's character, Wallace, I thought I was finished. Like, you know, and then, then in, when Itra's elbow died in season three, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm, I, I could not have, would have thought that I would have lasted all five seasons in a way that, that really touches the culture because Poop turned his life around, which right now is so crazy. I'm trying to pitch an idea to Foot Locker as we speak right now, I want to recreate not the same scene, but I want to recreate a scene with my brother Jermaine Crawford that played Dookie. And I, I want to pitch this to Foot Locker, man. I, I think that it'd be a huge commercial, you know, because we're still relevant. We're both on HBO's We Own This City, HBO's new limited series that's coming out in 2022. And, man, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just want to take this thing to the next level. That would be really cool. You're talking about Poot with uh, Foot Locker. I think that would still hit today. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. 
Yeah, hell yeah. But um, so then after The Wire ends in about 2008, I heard you say in that Breakfast Club interview, you kind of thought like you'd have all these offers and gigs lined up, but it wasn't really like that. So what was the post-Wire process like for you? Uh, I know that's when you wrote your book and you started to make more of your own content to promote yourself, right? Yeah, man, it was it, it was rough, you know, but it was rough because like I said, you know, when you when you have an artist, an actor that, 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 that comes off of such a successful show, such as The Wire, you think, hey, Hollywood is, you know, I'm big time now. This thing is getting ready to take off for me. And, you know, you start seeing your money dry up and you start seeing the gigs dry up. You stop getting, you know, offers and, and different things of that nature. So um, for me, it, it was never about giving up. It was never about giving up. It was always about, I wonder when something is going to happen. And in order to have that, you know, wishful thinking, like, hey, I, I, I wish, I hope, I hope this thing happens. It's, it's, it's going to take doing the work. And doing the work for me was I understand what I was a part of with The Wire. I understand what I'm a part of to this day. So I use that as my, my stepping stone to say, hey, people know who I am all across the country. Why don't I, you know, start my own company, Cheney Vision Entertainment? Let me start cranking out my own content in television, film, music videos. And, and like you said, I wrote the book, The Truth You Can't Betray. And I said, let me let me get on the streets, get out in the streets of D.C. and sell merchandise out of the trunk of my car. And that's what I did, man, from, from 2010. Because The Wire ended in 2008, and it was just, it was rough. You know, in 2010, you know, I teamed up, you know, with my brother, Torrance Hall, and, um, you know, David Prentice Jr., Deuce Double, and we stood out on those corners, man, in the streets of Washington, D.C., and I sold my merchandise, T-shirts, books, movies, CDs of my music, and I didn't understand, again, I didn't understand what I was doing back then, but... What it was, I was I was gaining the attention and the I was gaining the love from the streets, man, the people, because I was right there with them where they could physically touch me. So it was like, you know, I I I did things that certain celebrities wouldn't dare do. You know what I'm saying? And me doing that all the way to this day, it created the the hustler, the the guy that grinds the the person who I am today. And, and that's how I was able to accomplish so much that I'm accomplishing now and still have so much more to look forward to. Yeah, that's awesome. And eventually you gained the attention of saints and sinners. Can you talk about how the role of Kendrick came about and what that show did for you as an actor? Oh man. Yeah. 2015, one of the biggest casting directors in the world, George Pierre casting my brother, George Pierre, man, he, um, George doesn't notice, but he reached out to me at a time when I was, I was working a job. I was working a nine to five job and it was, it was raining like terribly bad in, in DC. And, and I was driving this truck, you know, delivering mail and, and doing things of that nature. And that day I was, I was feeling, I don't know. It, it was just one of those days, man. I was just feeling so down and, um, he called me. I didn't know who he was. He was just like, "Hey, this is George Pierre. I, I um, I know who you are. I remember you auditioned for me a long time ago for Stomp the Yard. Um, I had this role. 
that I'm considering casting you for if you're available. And it's this character named Kendrick on this Bounce TV series named Saints and Sinners. And it's, you know, produced by Swirl Films and and uh, it's shot in Atlanta. And they're only in their first season. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm available. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it, you know, what the character was about until I got to sides. And I just remember reading that you'll be, you know, you'll be, you'll be acting with this character named Rex, Rex Fisher. And this Rex Fisher turns out to be the legendary actor Clifton Powell. And I'm like, wait a minute. And Clifton Powell played my father. And then you have another legendary actress, Vanessa Bell Calloway. She plays my mother. So again, it was just like, I was casted for The Wire in 2002. It ended in 2008. Seven years later, I'm casted for what we call the number one show on Bounce TV right now as we speak, Saints and Sinners. And we're in our sixth season as we speak right now. And it's, it's just, it's the craziest thing ever, man, how my career, it, you, you know, the ups and downs are just worth everything involving the ride. Every up, every up and down that you have in, in this business for me has been worth every single ride. Damn, that's powerful. And then um, The Wire, you said you got cast for in 2002. And then 2015, you get cast for Saints and Sinners. What was the biggest thing you learned about yourself in between those two big shows? Um, one thing I learned about myself in between The Wire ending in 2008 and then getting picked up to, to play Kendrick Murphy on Saints and Sinners in 2015 was Perseverance. Um, being consistent, never giving up, and understanding that, you know, it'll always be light at the end of every dark tunnel. That's what I learned about myself. If you just keep going and you never give up and you say, you know, regardless of the circumstances that may come about, because you know, problems are always going to come in, you know, in reference to all of us, in all of our situations. But <laughs> I just never gave up. And, 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 and I'm passionate about what I do and I understand that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what's feeding me. You know, this is what's, this is adding the fuel to my fire. It's like, I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So until the day that I'm no longer able to do it, you know, until the day that I close my eyes in death, you know, it's, I'll be doing this. Well, it's great to hear. And I see you on Instagram these days, Trey, and you're sharing so much wisdom, insight, inspiration on your page, just like you are right now. Uh, and it's great to follow your journey like that. For fans waiting on your next project, uh, what can we expect? You said Saints and Sinners season six, but uh, anything else in the works? Yeah, man. Um, Man, you know, it's so much. HBO's We Own This City is coming out. You know, same creators of The Wire, David Simon, George Pelicanos, Nina Noble, so many amazing people. Our director, you know, Renardo Marcus Green. Um, so We Own This City, 2022, Saints and Center Season 6 on Bounce TV. 
Shout out to Toro Films. I'm dropping more, you know, music videos. Shout out to my brother, Don Juan, who's my video director, editor, shooter. Um, <laughs> man, I got a, it's a thriller coming out called Carlton uh, with Danny Trejo, um, Eric Roberts, Bill Cobbs. That's coming out in 2022. I just did a movie called Scam City that Cheney Vision Entertainment is a co-producer on with my partners, James Hunter, you know, and Sonia Hunter-Williams. That's coming out. It's called Scam City. It's me, J.D. Williams, who played Bodie, and my brother, Dennis White. That'd be out. And, um, yeah, man, just I'm pushing my Momentum Fitness brand. It started off as a hip-hop video, you know, the BET and MTV and Revolt running right now and I'm just I'm amping up the you know the marketing on that you know with um, my partner Sean Armoginos and, and we're just going to make some things happen man 2022 is going to be a big year I'm so I'm so you know grateful and thankful to still be in this business pushing yeah 2022 is going to be a big year indeed really fired up to have had you as the first guest on the people podcast in 2022 so thank you trey cheney for joining me and sharing your story and uh, best of luck in your future endeavors yeah i appreciate you my brother Well, what a fun interview with Trey Chaney. I got to say, I am really fired up that I had him as my first guest for 2022. I am such a big fan of The Wire on HBO. If you haven't seen it, you should go see it right now. Binge it. It's a classic. It's one of the best shows of all time. So that was really cool for me to interview him and hear about The Wire, how we got cast, and the stories and the relationships that were built from that. Thanks again for everyone for listening to the show. 2022 is going to be a big year, and I can't wait for everyone to see what's coming next week. 